Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today we wanted to talk about being a tree hugger just like we are. Um, <laughs> that you want to go on, a, if you're going on a camping trip, there's ways to make it more environmentally friendly. So we that's super important to us. So first of all, we want to talk about just some of your gear that you can choose more eco-friendly camping gear. So camping equipment that's made from more sustainable materials and also more durable materials because you just don't want to throw away stuff that you're going to be having to replace every couple of years. But things like bamboo, recycled plastics, organic cotton, look for gear that's durable reusable and free from harmful chemicals and forever chemicals such as uh, when we talked to, to um, when we talked to Deuter backpacks as she was right. saying that they've been striving to make their equipment from, uh, free of forever chemicals yeah mountain equipment for a very long time has been been working towards that sustainable uh, equipment manufacturing uh, what's the other term sustainable and people friendly not you know not shipping it out to somewhere where they use like slave labor i don't know what the right term is <laughs> people friendly too so that, that that's important i think yeah. when you're when you're packing to go pack pack light especially well if you're in the backcountry you're packing light anyhow um you don't need to take more stuff you're going to burn burn more fuel you don't need to take tons and tons and tons of food just take what your what your menu says uh, maybe some snacks for the kids for later in the evening but um you know, you're going to avoid food waste. You can never anticipate exactly how much kids are going to need to eat. That's the only downside. It's that's like, true. That's true. Like, I'm hungry. Oh, but you just say, I'm hungry. But, well, the problem there is so if you're taking it in a cooler, it, food waste is, is much more likely to happen as opposed to out of your fridge because you're, you know, it, it melts. You have to replace the ice, that sort of deal. So it's a little bit... Uh, it's a little more dicey with a cooler. And yeah. kid, kid camping too, they're digging through and then stuff is not staying as cold as you intended it to. Four hours, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Use uh, eco-friendly campfires. So if, if campfires are allowed in your camping area, use, this is in the backcountry, use fallen branches and you know dead dead sticks and as firewood instead of cutting into live trees. Never cut don't, into live don't trees. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, I, and it's, it's pointless anyway. It's not going to burn. So If you're, if you're looking to set, do a smoke signal fire, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Otherwise, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. Uh, ensure that the fire is fully extinguished before leaving and follow all fire safety guidelines. And Tim and Thomas has certainly been in an instance where they found a campfire that was not fully Without, extinguished. Yeah. And it's, it's very disheartening to find because uh, that's, well, as we're recording this, they, there are, oh, it's something insane, like 89 wildfires in Alberta right now, and I think 23 of them are out of control. Let's not let's not do that to Ontario. We've had it happen before, and, and we get wildfires every year. You know, lightning strikes, uh, let's let's try not to make them be, let's let's not add to the count, okay? Okay. Uh, as part of the, uh, the packing light with food and whatnot, take reusable uh, uh, cutlery, um, plates, you know, your mess kit, don't don't do the paper plates and the and the and the plastic knives and forks. I know it's yay. I don't have to do dishes. I get that, <laughs> but but you know what? I, if I had to take one for the team, I would do the dishes. Like, although I would make the kids do it when they come. <laughs> that's, maybe, maybe that's, that's why they don't true. come so much anymore. <laughs> Use rechargeable batteries, which we do all the time anyway. Period. Which is but rechargeable batteries for your flashlights and for your lanterns and any other electronic devices. And we take solar panels with us to charge our rechargeable batteries. 
yeah, and, and, a, and a power bank to recharge our phones and, you know, things like that. We've got, uh, we've got Lucy lights, which have built in um, solar chargers on them, uh, stuff like that. You know, it's, I mean, we use rechargeable batteries at home. Well, I don't, I can't think of anywhere we've got non-rechargeable ones as it is, but just saying. It's better for the environment too, in the long run. Aside from the lack of, you know, additional electricity that you're using or what what have you, uh, batteries are fairly terrible unless they're recycled properly. Uh, but lots of people throw them out, so then you've got you know nasty chemicals leaching into the soil. And uh, yeah, just just don't do it. Get rechargeable ones and recycle them, or give them to me, and I'll recycle them for you. Uh, minimize your water usage. Conserve water by using biodegradable soaps and shampoos, and limit your water usage while you're washing dishes, cooking, personal hygiene. Collect water, rainwater if you can for non-drinking purposes if it's permitted to do that. Which I mean is an awesome idea, regardless too. So when you're home, you can collect rainwater for your garden and and your lawn, and not be wasting water unnecessarily yep and then again you know if you've listened to us more than once you've probably heard us mention leave no trace it's a seven principle guiding philosophy i suppose plan ahead prepare travel uh, camp on durable services you know dispose of your waste properly Uh, most provincial parks will have uh, waste diversion so you can get your propane cylinders recycled you can do recyclables uh, you can do food waste as a separate entity you can do garbage yeah minimize your campfire impacts again you do do your you know make sure that it's fully out uh, don't don't burn live stuff uh, if you're inside a provincial park front country camping you know buy your wood I, I can't in good conscience say buy your wood from the park although the money from that wood does go to the park so that's a good thing but but buy buy locally sourced wood yeah respect wildlife and and keep in mind that you're in their habitat so try not to wreck it for them uh, and 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 don't uh, we'll leave raccoons out of the conversation but but try not to uh to try to minimize your impact uh, so do, on long lines of respecting wildlife and their habitats, so observe them from a distance. They're not they're not in a petting zoo, so they're not intended for you to go up and pet or take a selfie with them. Uh, try to avoid feeding them or disturbing their homes. Uh, so just as if you were someone's coming into your home, you don't want them trashing your home. Let's not go in and trash theirs. Respect protected areas. There will be protected areas that are delicate, and these are habitats that are trying to be revitalized. So try not to be trampling through something like that. And mindful of any specific regulations regarding wildlife in the camping area that you're in. We are watching a thing about uh, bears recently, weren't we? About um, bears having to be unfortunately put down often because they were um, people were feeding them and they were becoming habituated to the fact that this is a good place to go get food and despite trying to move them elsewhere and and hopefully deal with the problem that way they would find their way back and then still become they would become a nuisance bear Uh, so please don't do that uh, as much as you're well-intentioned trying to feed the animals and give them something to eat it's not benefiting them and then the long run can cause them their life yeah choose sustainable transportation so we have a service here uh, in ontario and i believe it's in bc as well called park bus and they go to weirdly a whole bunch of provincial parks uh, but also conservation areas you can take day trips you can take weekend trips you can take week-long trips 
there, you know, there's there's still. Well, I don't know if Greyhound exists anymore. I know Northland uh, is a bus service that runs. That's a, much more environmentally friendly to have a whack of people on a bus than a whack of cars with one or two people in each. Well, as we've talked to Josie Dinsmore, she does cycling camping. So uh, cycling to your destination is an option too. Which is excellent, yeah. Yeah, or hiking to where you're going so that you don't actually have to take any kind of transportation. But yeah, Park Bus actually has awesome trips in there and they do kind of organized hikes. They do, they go to Arrowhead in the, in the wintertime because that's uh, Arrowhead's busy park in the winter because everybody wants to go there and not go on the skate trail. So uh, you can take the park bus to get to Arrowhead in the wintertime. Yeah. Use biodegradable and eco-friendly products. So similar to what we'd said before about trying to do eco-friendly camping, that you're trying to choose things that biodegradable toiletries, such as soaps and toothpaste to minimize the impact on water, uh, to avoid using chemical-laden insect repellents or choose natural alternatives, which is not always feasible. Like there are times where DEET is really the only thing that's gonna do the trick. And and even then I find DEET doesn't even do the trick for me. So I'm just I'm just fodder for a it's, it's enough for the rest of us though, just saying. <laughs> well we were we actually read a, uh, something this week earlier about someone someone saying the reason some people are susceptible to mosquito bites is because they just haven't let the mosquitoes yeah. gorge on them. So they never developed a natural immunity to mosquito bites, um, which I, I gather I think is, is a load, load of hogwash. <laughs> I, would I would agree. I think they've feasted on me enough. I should have immunity by now if that was going to happen. That's not the case. It's, she, she's my, she's my, my natural uh, protection from, from mosquitoes because all I have to do is be near her and they eat her and they don't eat me. So. I'm the shield. <laughs> there you go. And here's one that's right up our alley. Uh, we'll, we'll finish off with uh, educate and inspire others. You know, share your knowledge and passion for eco-friendly camping with fellow campers. Um, you know, encourage other people to 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 try to do more sustainable practices. Um, and and you know, when you find something that is environmentally friendly and made a change in in your camping game, tell others. You know, it, lots of people just it's simply a lack of knowledge get out there let let them know how to how to do that stuff you know make it be if we're all working towards the same goal uh, we get there faster and we do a better job of it so well and tell us and then we'll tell others there so you go. feel free to reach out to us and we'll spread the news and also who doesn't want a cleaner planet i just, as far as, as we're concerned it doesn't really like oh but even if if climate change isn't real it, who doesn't really actually want a cleaner planet healthier air and healthier water for all of us yep yep even uh, even backcountry camping we you know in the old days <clears throat> you packed everything in the in the vacuum pack bags or ziplocs or whatever and and then you burnt it so you didn't have to lug it back out you know what i carry it back out now i bring it home i recycle it i don't that's a that's a bad thing to do and it's a practice I changed in in my camping game. So there you go. Bad chemicals in the air. So by implementing these practices, we hope you enjoy more eco-friendly camping trips while minimizing your impact and preserving the natural beauty of the outdoors for all of us. And that's it for us for today. Please do reach out to us. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's H-I at supergoodcamping.com. And we are on all the social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and please do subscribe to us on YouTube. We'd love to see you there. Take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.